Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 95 of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. Today, we're going to be talking to another Richard, Richard Owens from Osa Tropical Properties down in the Southern Pacific area. Um, that's the areas of Dominical, Uvita, Ojachao, Tres Rios, Chontales, all the way down there in the Southern Pacific. Actually, where we're developing a bit of land at the moment and have a couple of building projects going on at that time as well. Richard's actually been in Costa Rica since 2002, uh, has helped many people invest and build their dream homes here in Costa Rica. So we're going to be getting an update from him about what's happening in the Southern Pacific and also where he sees the opportunity in the area as well. Remember, if you need any help uh, or want 15 minutes with us, just let us know. You can email us info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. You can also visit our website, www.investingcostarica.com. Uh, we're working on that at the moment. So I apologize if anything's not working, uh, but you can take a look there at the podcast. We also have some free downloads there on buying property, buying land, building, vacation rentals, just some guides that we have there, uh, as well as certain locations around Costa Rica as well. Uh, but anyway, let's get straight into it. Richard, good morning. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thank you, Richard. Fantastic. This will be good. This will be interesting. Richard and Richard. So uh, <laughs> it's a good, strong name. Yeah, very good. Name of exactly. kings. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Richard, I really appreciate you making time in what I know is a very busy day for you guys uh, to just come and chat with us on the podcast and give us a little bit more information about your, you know, kind of what you do in the Southern Pacific area. Um, I mean, we're starting to hit, kind of hear and see signs of a slowdown kind of in North America. Um, I chatted the other day with some, uh, we did a podcast the other day with uh, Rebecca Clow from up there in Guanacaste, and she says that they're seeing a, a minor slowdown there, some price reductions in properties. Um, but, you know, every market is different. I mean, what are you guys seeing in your market well we have seen just over the past uh month there there's a typical slowdown just just in may in general yep. uh, you know not a lot of people traveling your snowbirds have gone back uh, kids are getting out of school the european holidays start in june so we haven't our, we've had a lot of closes this month um, we yep. still have a lot of clients coming down uh, I think it's just been more of a uh, just a normal time frame of the year that it's slowed down because, uh, you know, things from May, just the amount of clients I had was less, but I was, you know, but that's normal. a lot of things. Yeah, that's that's normal. But now that we're in mid-June, I mean, I've got a lot of clients coming next week. I have clients this week. So yeah. um, we're kind of picking back up. We have a, a normal kind of slowdown in May. Um, and typically in September, October, we get we get slow in this area too. So yeah. it's pretty common for the time frame. And are you seeing again? You know, it was just I'm just trying to compare it to the northern, you know, Pacific areas. I mean, they've been seeing a lot of price reduction recently. Are you seeing that in your area, or not really? No, um, we're actually seeing the opposite. Prices are, wow. are still going in this area. Yeah. Wow, that's great to hear. I mean, I think it's a strong developing market. I think it offers. You know, a lot of people, the elevation that sometimes people look for for the cool climates rather than being at the humidity at, at the beach. And, and I mean, it's there if you want it. I mean, the area, just because of how it has the mountains and jungle kind of hitting the beaches, uh, you know, it just offers clients a, 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 a wide variety of, uh, of temperatures and climates. Well, that's uh, one thing about the area we're in, in the Southern Pacific. We get, um, we get breezes all day. You get breezes coming in uh, from the ocean all during the day. And this is where the mountains meet the ocean. So yep. in the evening, that, that breeze reverses and comes down from the mountain. 
So we've, we've got a great climate here. It is more humid, but when you have that breeze going, you don't feel the humidity so much. Yeah. And, you know, so we're not living closed off in AC here. We're living, you know, opened up to the outdoors, allowing that breeze to come through the house all day. It was interesting. I was with you with a house the other day where we opened just two doors and it was incredible just the breeze coming through. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was great. I mean, you don't need AC a lot of the time. Well, that is, you know, that's your quality of life here is that fresh air. And that's why so, so many people come down here is, you know, to be in the fresh air, to be outside, um, to take advantage of the wildlife. Uh, there is no uh, industry in this area. So there's 60,000 acres of mangroves in the southern wow. zone. So um, the, the mangroves give off more oxygen than, than other trees. So therefore, I mean, it's just, uh, this is one of the blue zones in the world. So yeah. uh, just a great area to be in. Wow. Well, I mean, the, the northern areas of Costa Rica and some of the areas see a lot more kind of, you know, U.S. buyers. In the Southern Pacific, I mean, who is the buyer and how do you think that they differ? Um, in this area, now that, that's changed over time. Uh, I think in the past, um, the original settlers of, of Rojo Chow, the expats that, that came into this area, you know, you had a lot of, uh, had a lot of Canadian influence, uh, yep. that's French Canadian and, um, Canada as well, um, coming down here. But since their dollar changed a lot, yep. uh, you know, about five, six years ago. So we kind of saw that flip. You know, more people from from the states come, um, but at the same time, there's been a huge influence of uh, people from Europe that's been here. There's a lot of Germans here, Spanish, French, um, uh, people from all over the world have been here. So there's just uh, there's a lot of diversity, world diversity here in in the Southern Pacific zone. Yeah. I mean, what do you think the, the Southern Pacific areas of Dominicao, Vito Hachau offer residents, investors alike? Okay, well, it's a good question. Very good question. Um, we have Dominicao, Uvita, and Ojochao, which is where the bulk of your expats are in the Southern zone. There's some fewer towns, you know, further south, but they're yep. not very developed at all. So uh, the bulk of the people are going to be in one of those three towns. So, and, and these three towns have their own uh, distinct personalities. Um, and at the same time, this whole area is combined. So it's like one big community. So in Dominical, it's a bit more transient. It's a bit more, um, you know, surfers are there for the weekend. Yep. It's, you know, it's a lot easier. You can, uh, you know, for backpackers, you can get off the bus, go to a hostel, you know, you're surfing, you're on the beach all weekend. So Dominical gets more action um, as far as people coming in, more tourism, you yep. know, and that, that's local tourism, that's international tourism. You know, Dominical gets it all because it is, you know, it's a beach town, surf town. You get, you know, 15 minutes south of that, uh, down the highway, you're in Vita. And Vita is a you know, these are beautiful beach towns too. I mean, all the mountains meet the oceans. You get up in the mountains, you have great views, great breezes. Um, but uh, in, in Uvita, you've got more of a commercial zone there. Um, that's where a lot of, if you live in Dominical, if you live in Ojo Town, 
north or south of Uvita, that's probably where you're going to do your day-to-day shopping to the grocery store to go to the bank. Dominicana does, you know, they've got some restaurants and it's more of a kind of beach town, small businesses. Uvita is where you're going to do your day-to-day business. Ojotown, it's more um, of a smaller community. There's not a lot of businesses. There's great restaurants in Ojotown. Ojotown is known as the culinary capital of Costa Rica because of all the expats that's here from all over the world. Um, and they bring something from their area to here. And uh, a lot of times it works out well with food. So we have uh, great restaurants and great Spanish restaurants, great Italian restaurants. Um, you know, a lot of people come here and they're really surprised to find that much diversity outside of, of a big city like New York or Chicago or Toronto. You know, they're like, wow, you can get all these different types of food here in this general region of Dominical Uvita and all Yeah, I mean, there's a great Indian restaurant there in Uvita, which I love. You know, it's, it's great. I mean, it's just so random as well. In the middle of like Uvita, there's an Indian restaurant. I was about to mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm English. We love Indian food and that's good. Uh, yeah, I really like that place. And they have the, uh, they have the right oven to do the tandoori. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I mean, a lot of people probably listening to this podcast have no idea what land or home costs would be in your market. And I know that's a really difficult question because it depends on what you want. But I mean, if you were to generalize how much would you say an ocean view, you know, three bedroom home would cost in Uvita compared to Ojachau? And how much would like a one, one acre ocean lot cost, say, you know, in Uvita and compared to Ojachau, just to give people an idea? Okay. Um, good question. And like you said, there are a lot of different aspects when sure. you're looking at. Um, where we're at, where the mountains meet the ocean, so there are some difficult roads here. Yeah. Uh, so, Access can be um, difficult to get to some of these properties. Now, you may get up to this property. It's got a view looking all the way down the coastline, just absolutely stunning. It may take 30 minutes to get there. So, um, you know, all of these are factored in to the price. Um, Some people like to be way up on top of the mountain where they're they're not with anybody. Um, So it kind of depends on the amount of land you're getting and the amount of usable land. Because again, when you're in the mountains, the access is different and the yep. mountain views, you know, there's a lot of cliffs, you know, and to get these kind of views, you know, you've got to climb hills to get the better view, you know. Yep. So there's a lot of uh, factors to take into account when, when you're looking at this, but I would say on average to get something accessible with a uh, you know nice nice ocean view, you're probably going to be looking around two hundred thousand on yep. average for the property. Or, yep. And and I'm saying something with with pretty good access, um, you know, fairly close to town, but having some privacy at the same time. Something that a lot of people are looking for. Um, now you can get some bigger pieces of land um, if you wanted to. Most of those big pieces are more for development versus you know just somebody coming yeah. in and climbing way up the mountain to put their one home up there 
So, I mean, if the, if the land is going to cost, I mean, we're just generalizing here at about 200,000 because you could probably pick something up for 150 and you can also pick something up for 250. You know, again, I think it just, there's a lot of variables in play, but I mean, would you say a three bedroom, like a, I would say, you know, I mean, maybe a, you know, standard mid road three bedroom home is going to cost, I don't know, in excess of 600, $700,000 in the area. Yes, um, we're going to be looking at a three-bedroom home with a nice ocean view with, with you know, decent access. Yeah. We're going to be living somewhere between six hundred fifty dollars to $900,000. Yeah, okay, um, great. I mean, where do you see the opportunity in your area? I always like to ask this because, again, you know, it's, it's you know, I it, it's, important that people have perspective and you know i mean you live down there uh, a lot of people mm -hmm. come down and it's like the more time that you spend in an area the more perspective you get but i mean where do you think the opportunities are in your area the opportunities are for sure in developing bigger pieces of land and splitting them up yeah uh, the if, if there's also what we have down here we have a lack of inventory in this area um you know a lot of people are coming, they want something new, they want something clean, you know, they want that airflow that we talked about earlier. Yep. You, know, you get that mostly in a more modern tropical design where you can allow for some, some window openings, maybe up high, um, that you don't have to lock the house up, close it off completely if you're not there. Um, so we don't have a lot of that here. Uh, I, it's very undeveloped area. The yeah. highway just came down in 2010. So um, we have a, a lack of supply. So if somebody were to come, if somebody comes in, we've got houses selling halfway under construction. You know, they're yeah. not even finishing construction because that's what people want. Um, yeah. So to come in and to find a, you know, a nice lot, it doesn't have to be the big ocean view either. You know, just, just a nice property and you're willing to build a house on it, you can turn around and sell it, you know, for a very good profit, um, you know, or dividing the land up. I went yeah. and saw a beautiful piece of land yesterday that could have, uh, you know, at least eight ocean view homes on it and, uh, you know, some more properties as well with just mountain views, but eight really, really big ocean views or more once you got it cut out um, and designed but you know they're looking for 300,000 for that you can start dividing that up and I mean that's you know you've got to put some money into it and developing it but you know when when you're said and done selling those lots I mean it's worth over two million dollars yeah, so yeah that that's really where the better investment is is, is to buy something and you know, put the money into it because it, it does. When you're looking at these mountains, it looks like a lot of work, you know, but there are professionals down here who do yep. that work every single day. Um, and, you know, they come up with some, some really beautiful lots. I have a client right now who's um, just, for example, we found a uh, great piece of property. It's one big piece of property. It's 1.24 acres. It's yep. not not really big but it lays out very well and 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 it just kind of goes up the hill so he's bought this property for two hundred thousand dollars he needs to bring power and water to it um it's that's going to cost him uh about fifty thousand dollars 
he's going to have some more site prep in there, uh, about $75,000. So he's yep. going to have about, say, three hundred fifty dollars in this, getting water and power. He's going to divide it into three lots. Those three lots are usually worth 200000 plus right now, two hundred to 250000 with the you know ease of access close to town, great view. So I mean he it's it's an easy money for him. It's an easy flip for him. And if he builds the house on it, it's just that much more if he builds the house yeah. and then so which is what he'll do. He's bought two pieces of land, he's gonna divide them up and build one house at a time and move on to the next one. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I think if you know what you're doing and you're willing to, you know, I mean, you're willing to kind of deal with it, then that's great. I mean, just a lot of people just want, you know, turnkey. But I mean, if you're willing to do the hard work, there's value in that. And that's, you know, for investors, just coming down here and doing the work, because, you know, like you said, people are, are scared to do the work. They're they're intimidated by it. So if, yeah. if you come in and do it, uh, you know, there's there's automatic value in that for you, automatic appreciation. These people that are, that are building these houses are making, you know, one hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars just turning them around because, you know, people don't want to go through the building process. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, you know, I mean, I always like to talk about businesses that, you know, a lot of people want to move down and they want to start a business, um, you know, but and I always say, look, when you get down there, figure out and ask around is what are the essential businesses that you believe are missing? Because there is a lot of money in that. I mean, I, again, I was at Pancito Cafe yesterday and I was like, wow, like this thing must do really well because it was something that was missing in the area and someone put it up and it's a great French like cafe. But I mean, what do you think is missing in the area? You know, um, we, you know we, we get this question a lot, and, and I get this from investors. One of the big things that I see in my town as it grows, we get a lot of, you know, as it's growing, we need more professionals down here. Yep. And, you know, with that being said, every, everything down here is, is either a single-family home or it's a villa somewhere. Yep. Somebody's got rental villas. Nobody's done apartments in town. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. Like, they uh, haven't done that. Yeah, I mean, there's paved roads coming in. Um, there's great access. You see that they are developing more like neighborhoods versus bigger farms. These are getting subdivided into you know 500 meter lots or uh, you know 0.12 acres. You know, maybe a tenth of an acre or so. So um, there's a lot of professionals. Uh, local Costa Rican professionals that are coming from let's say, San Jose or San Isidro to work down here and they're they're not having places to live because everything is a, a vacation rental so yeah. you know apartments in an area like this I think is, is you know would be big um, well another thing that I've seen is just a couple little clothing stores in Uita that are doing um you know, my wife and a couple of her friends that, you know, was on a little side street. Most people don't even know about it, but, you know, yep. they, these go from different places and, and they bring in dresses and shoes and, you know, there's, there's no clothing stores. Down here. There's yeah. you know, very little in that aspect. We have to drive to San Isidro or to, um, you know, sometimes we even go to Panama. You know, wow. uh, it, you know it is kind of nice. We don't have that developed down here. It's quiet, but at the same time, you know, hey, I need a pair of flip flops. I just yeah. flip Where do I get one? So, yeah. plan a weekend trip for that too. Sometimes. 
You know, I always say to people that, like, again, there is money in the street here in Costa Rica. You just need to pick it up. I mean, if you've got your eyes open and you're willing to take the risk to start a business, you know, I mean, there is opportunity here because there is a lot of people moving here and those ancillary services are required. Yeah, I, so. I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, another thing we were talking about last night was just medical services with, with all the expats here that are retired, just somebody doing some, like, home health care to, to go yep. around from instead of people having to get out and go to the doctor. I mean, that's another um, business that would do pretty well here. And there are enough doctors here. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I mean, we are the doctors, lawyers, accountants, engineers. I mean, there's a lot of them here. So, I mean, you know, it's which is good. I mean, they're very yeah. smart people, very well educated here. Yeah, very educated country. You know, it's uh, that's, that's one of the things that really attracted me to Costa Rica when you disband the military and start putting money into education. You know, you see a huge difference in, well, in Costa Rica. You've yep. noticed um, if you've gone to Panama, Nicaragua, anywhere else in Latin America, the difference in education, you see the trash on the side of the road. You know, yep. you don't see any in Costa Rica. And it's just, I think that education uh, is priceless. I mean, it, such a big difference in anywhere else in the world I've been to. Definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, a lot of people are looking to move down here with their families as well. You know, and schooling is definitely a worry that they have. How is the schooling? Is it up to U.S. standards or, you know, Western world standards? I mean, what has been your experience and what advice would you give people? That's a great question. Um, in Uvita, I've been here for 10 years. A um, little bit before I got here, some people opened the, uh, there's two private schools in Uvita that were here when I got here. Uh, one that went up to high school, which is accredited, the Uvita Christian Academy. And then there was a Escuela Verde in Uvita. Yep. So a lot of people that lived in Ojo Chao carpooled and they took their kids uh, into Uvita, which is 15 minutes uh, north. Um, same thing, the Medical, they would go to Medical to Uvita. Um, there's a couple more schools now. You know, in the past 10 years, more people have um, opened up in Oval Chow now. There is one called Life Project. There are over, there's a year waiting list to get into this school wow. right now. And that's growing right now. And uh, the, the school's growing. There is another private school called Jungle Academy that's, that's opening up next door to kind of help feed the demand uh, for all this. So um, with fiber optic internet has come in as well. So we've got a lot of parents that are working online and sending their kids to private school or yep. public school. There's a lot of uh, parents here that send their kids to the public school as well. And, you know, within three months, they're speaking Spanish. Like that. I mean, you don't have a choice. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, if you want your kids to learn Spanish, you put them in public school here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just amazing how, how, how fast those kids have picked it up. Yeah. Like it's wow. great. But I mean, in, in a nutshell, I mean, there are options and there are affordable options as well. I mean, I remember looking at the, the rates here. I mean, they're not astronomical for a private school, really. No, it's really not. I mean, it's going to be cheaper than what you're expecting to pay at home. And these are people that are coming from, um, you know, a lot of them are coming from North America, um, but other parts of the world, too. So, I mean, yeah. these kids getting a very diverse education and from my, I personally don't have kids, but uh, I have a lot of friends and, and it's a small community, you know, everybody pretty quick. 
Yeah. Um, but everybody raves about life school and more people are coming just to put their kids in that school. Definitely, definitely. Well, my last question for you, Richard, I don't want to take up too much of your time. If you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it in business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you invest it in and why? Um, something we've already talked about, I would develop some properties because yep. right now it is just a uh, guaranteed moneymaker with people coming from all over. They are looking and we have very little inventory. Um, yeah. So as soon as these lots are getting developed and subdivided, you know, people are buying them. The more you invest in it, the more you get out of it too. If you wanted to go ahead and put the site prep work in, put the driveway, um, do the erosion control, which is a big deal in this area. We do get a lot of rain. So um, erosion control is, uh, brings a lot of value to your property. Um, But if you, the more you do, the more you can sell it for. Um, Yeah. So just just subdividing this, you know, the guy can sell it for for a profit. If he uh, puts the roads in and you know puts everything in, he, he's going to make more profit off of it. He can just ask, for, you know, that get that percentage back um, off of that. Definitely, definitely. Well, Rich, I really appreciate your time. Uh, and I think anyone that wants to contact Richard, I'll put all of his contact descriptions. Uh, I'll put all of his contact details in the description down below. But Richard, really appreciate you coming on the podcast and for your time. Richard, thank you very much for having me and I look forward to seeing you in the future. You're welcome. You have a great day. All right. You too, sir. Thank you. Guys, I hope you uh, enjoyed that podcast there with Richard Owens uh, down there in the Southern Pacific area. Uh, Again, it's just a very unique area with a lot of potential. As I said, I'm developing a piece of property down there. uh, And I said to Richard after the podcast, I want him to take me around for a day uh, and see what else is available in that area as well. I know quite a bit, a lot of of, space land that's available down there and also homes Uh, but I always love to go down there for a couple of days and have you know different people kind of tour me around and and show me really what's going on but anyone that wants to contact us you can do info at investingcostarica.com that's info at investingcostarica.com in a nutshell we provide an advisory service for investing in Costa Rica Um, you know and a lot of people actually uh, hire us to find what it is that they're looking for and sometimes project manage their build here in Costa Rica we don't physically do the building but we bring everything together and project manage but anyway guys I appreciate your uh, support and uh, listening on the podcast remember if you've enjoyed it give us a great review uh, and I'll see you on the next one.